I'm Dr. Andrew Wilner, author of The Locum Life, A Physician's Guide to Locum Tenants. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Nicole Pasquette. Nicole is a staffing agent for one of the largest and the oldest staffing agencies, Comp Health. You know, when I wrote the book, I got a lot of opinions from physicians who had worked locum tenants, but I didn't have a whole lot of input from staffing agents. And it seems to me, since a staffing agent is the key person in the whole process, that it would be valuable to hear from Nicole. So welcome, Nicole. Hi, thanks for having me, Dr. Wilner. Oh, my pleasure. I think uh, all of the viewers will be interested. We have, I have a lot of questions that I put together. But first, how did you even get interested in becoming a staff agent? Yeah, so I am coming up on almost 13 years of being with Comp Health as a um, physician consultant and recruiter. And I actually had a former leader of mine, Elisa, uh, reach out to me and I was like, what is this concept of locums? I'd never heard of it before. I'd heard of traveling nurses and I had no idea that this was a thing. So um, once she introduced me to it and I got my foot in the door here, I was sold. I felt like I could make a small impact, uh, be a small piece of the puzzle in um, bringing medicine to communities that need it most. So it's been, uh, it'll be 13 years in July, and I can honestly say I love what I do. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's fantastic to hear. Now, what is your job exactly? What do you do? Yeah, so um, I uh, personally work with neurologists like yourself. Um, previously, I also worked with physiatrists, so um, those two specialties, but now just solely neurology. I work with physicians in finding them locum tenens positions and um, ultimately sometimes permanent um, and uh, help staff uh, partner up with um, members of my neurology team in finding um, jobs for those positions and then also finding positions for opportunities that come to us as far as uh, short-term weekend stuff up to permanent. So tell me what what kind of doctor works locum tenants? Gosh, uh, it can vary. Um, it really, honestly, anyone I work with anyone that's still in residency. I start talking to residents in even year two or three um, that start literally the day they finish their residency program, no break. Um, up to those that are in part-time retirement. And I have been able to work with, um, gosh, I mean, anyone from, uh, I've worked with a couple physicians throughout their entire medical career once they finished their training um, up to where they're at right now. So I think the longest locums assignment I've had running has been eight or nine years. Wow. So even though locums <laughs> is supposedly a kind of a temporary job, it can actually yeah, uh, last a uh, long time. Oh, for sure. I feel like um, 
the old way of thinking with locums being completely temporary has changed where locums really is like, you know, your book is called the locum life. Like it is their life and it's their lifestyle. That's their career path is working full-time locums and full-time could be to them uh, equivalent to a, you know, a full-time position or two weeks a month, a neuro hospitalist type of position for my specialty specifically, but it varies. So that's what's so great and why I love it is there's, it really, it helps physicians uh, find what works best for them. So it might be just a couple weekends, it might be vacation coverage, but then it could end up leading into something full-time or it could be full-time for a couple of years just until they've got a non-compete that's up or until they figure out where do I want to practice? Do I want to be in an academic setting? Do I want to be in rural North Carolina as opposed to New York City like I originally thought? So that's right. One of the surprises that I had when I did yeah. welcomes is that there were academic positions that oh, never yeah. even uh, occurred to me, and uh, that turned out to uh, change my career in a very uh, positive uh, way. So you've talked to a lot of physicians on the phone. Yes. And uh, what what makes in your listening and what the physician's yeah. saying? You're asking a lot of questions. It's, a, it's somebody new. So mm -hmm. what makes a physician a good candidate for locums as opposed to somebody where you're thinking to yourself, oh, I don't know if this is going to work out. What are the qualities yeah. of a good locum yeah. doc? Yeah, like you mentioned in your book too, locums isn't for everyone. You've, um, I think for me, there are a lot of important factors and good qualities to have, but the number one thing that comes to mind is flexibility. So being flexible, um, to an ever-changing, adapting situation. Again, to reference, I've got it right here, your book, you're parachuting in literally to, you know, not quite literally, I should say, uh, to a new situation and you have to adapt. And um, I think uh, that's something that isn't always uh, natural <laughs> to, to everyone. And so I think um, being adaptable to the administration, the way that they run their program, um, to you know little hiccups that might come uh, along the way. So I think just being flexible, and um, another important thing is being a good communicator, um, and not just with the staff, but also with your recruiter and the company that you're working with, communicating what your needs are so that we can ensure that those are being met. And um, I think those are, those are a couple of the most important factors, but yeah, I can, um, and I'll be honest with physicians as we're speaking, um, especially if they like the idea of locums, but they're just not sure they can, they can go with the flow and go with, you know, uh, being as flexible as, it, um, locums requires, I'll let them know, you know, this might not be right for you at this point in your life. And it could be in a different time in your life, you know, so. Well, that's, I, I concur 100%. Personally, <laughs> I, I had to learn to be a whole lot more flexible than I think I was, uh, the way I was born. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. To, uh, Don't we all? <laughs> to adapt. So people being people, there are yeah. problems that that can happen once you get to an assignment, something isn't right. 
Does yeah. the staffing agent have a role? Do, do you participate in trying to work those things out or is it just yeah. up to the doc on site to sort it out? How does no, that that's, that's really a big benefit in working with an agency um, is that that just like you have your specialty, that's ours. We are used to these situations coming up or, you know, if there's a problem during orientation and you feel like you need a little bit more or, you know, scheduling might be a little different or you thought you weren't going to see this type of patient and you end up having to do admissions when that wasn't part of what you thought you were originally going to do instead of just, you know, we're not going to leave you high and dry and um, you're with your rep throughout your tenure with Comp Health. And um, we try to navigate and, um, you know, provide solutions as quickly as possible. And yeah, we're, we're here to be a consultant for you and to ensure that things run as smoothly as possible. So things can continue. You can do what you're good at and what you're there for to provide patient care. And I know that you have uh, the other benefit is uh, backup for uh, travel services. Oh, yeah. I know my first assignment, uh, I was stranded at the airport at midnight when they canceled oh. my plane and I was supposed to work the next day. Yeah. I think it was over a weekend. So I had no way of really contacting the people at the hospital to tell them, hey, yeah. I'm going to be late. So I called the agency and I, they, I had a you know, 24 hour travel number and I said, yeah. okay, you got to get me on the next flight and tell them I'm going to be late and it's not my fault. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, they helped. They helped. Good. Well, and we have, just like you have an on-call person, we have an on-call person. We have the 24 hour travel available, but also I personally like to make sure all of my physicians have my cell phone. They can call me anytime day or night because things happen, you know, especially if you're headed out to rural South Dakota, right? Um, That's right. That's <laughs> so right. yeah, we, and then same with hotel or, you know, any other random issues that come up, you know, it's not, um, it's not uncommon for things to come up that are out of our control and we can uh, provide you a solution as quickly as possible. Nicole, this has been really great information and I want to thank you. And it's been such a great interview that uh, we're going to continue it in uh, part two. So I'm going to end here and uh, stay tuned for part two. Thanks very much for joining me on The Art of Medicine. I'm Dr. Andrew Wilner, author of The Locum Life, A Physician's Guide to Locum Tenants. See you next time.